0: John Mooney, welcome to Ball in the Real World. I appreciate you coming on. Um, look, we keep things really casual here. You guys won seven straight. Just off the bat, tell me, what's the what's the whole feeling like? I know I know winning and losing can sort of dictate, you know, an entire vibe. How are you feeling, you know, in your situation, everything going right now?
1: Yeah, man, I'm, I'm loving it here. I really am. You know, um, from the moment I got here, the team was great. You know, welcoming me. The... The guys in the team, the coaching staff, and just the whole organization at, at the Wildcats has, has been awesome. So I can't say enough about them. And then certainly, you know, the boys are playing well right now. So, you know, that's definitely a plus as well. And we're just going to try to keep the ship rolling and keep working.
0: What did you what did you know about the team before you got there? Because in, you know, NBL circles, Australian circles, we've got a good idea of what the Wildcats are. You know, they're sort of renowned in Australian sports a little bit. You know, you're coming from, you know, Florida, then Notre Dame. Did I know you share an agent with Bryce as well. Did, how much did you know before you got here? Yeah, so, I mean, I guess
1: the, the thing about just the NBL in general is back in the States, it, it's growing. The popularity is growing, you know, obviously with guys like Lamella Ball and Hampton going over there or coming over here and playing. Uh, people back in America are taking notice uh, of the league and Australia basketball as a whole. And um, I was just super excited to be able to come into this environment, to come into a competitive league where you got to bring it every night and you're going to get better. Um, and then certainly just the way Perth has, has been so successful over here and just the, the culture that they have, I was excited to just to come in here and learn from a championship organization like this. And, you know, certainly it it kind of worked out because, you know, my agent Adam Pensack represents Bryce Cotton. So there was already a relationship there and, um, yeah, everything just really worked out and it's, it's been two thumbs up so far.
0: So I'm gonna we're gonna talk about Bryce a little bit later, just because he's worth the sort of topic, you know, of his own. We when I look at the NBL from last season, you spoke about Lamelo, RJ Hampton, and then we have guys coming in this season yourself, Jock Landale, these guys who are coming and using the NBL as this pathway to the NBA. You were a good senior at Notre Dame, and so the NBA is where you want to be. How comfortable were you uh, coming here knowing that? this is a realistic and legitimate pathway. You can come here and it's not just, I'm going to go in the NBL and I'm just going to play there and have an entire career here. It's, you know, this is a step.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, that was certainly um, the mindset coming in. Um, You know, being an American kid, you know, your dream is to play in the NBA ever since you were little. So um, that's that's been my dream. And uh, hopefully one day, you know, I'll get there. But, you know, my mindset right now is just to try to help Perth and help Perth win help us, you know, bring a three P back here to the city. Um, So that's, that's definitely my mindset and and my focus right now. I'll, you know, worry about the the NBA stuff after this season and and see kind of where I stand. But, you know, certainly like you said, I mean, just with how competitive this league is and certainly the guys over here bring the best out of you. And um, from what I know, the NBA watches the NBL very closely watches guys over here. So, um like you said I mean it really is a step for a lot of people and you know we'll see uh kind of where I stand uh in the future
0: are you are you surprised at how easy it's been for you here you're the only player averaging a double double you grab you know every board there is are you are you surprised at how well you've been able to transition from college to the pros yeah I
1: mean I, again, I I think that comes down to just how Perth runs, you know, their system. Um, you know, I fit in very well with the style of play that um, Coach Gleason likes to run. And and it's so easy when you're playing with, with guys like Bryce Cotton and, and Todd Blanchfield and just the, the whole crew, man. It, the way we the way our systems run is, you know, people are going to get open looks um, and it's very, very unselfish way of playing. And, and you know, it's like I mean, it is kind of easy when. You know, Bryce Cotton, he gets so much attention. He throws it back to me. I'm wide open. So, I mean, it's, it's just been a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it.
0: So, for those of us who – so, I, I've covered the NBL for maybe five years. The Perth, you know, system is pretty famous, right? Everyone, And the thing that everyone says is you're going to go in there, there is a, a structure on both ends, and everyone knows their role, right? That's, that's sort of the famous line now. From being there, being a new guy, coming from an American system and and jumping into that system, you know, how would you describe that? The fact that someone like Luke Travers can go off the other night just as part of playing his role and and filling spots on that team. As like an outsider coming in, how do you describe that? Yeah, I mean,
1: I think the first thing that comes to mind is just the character of all the guys on the team. Um, Everyone from, you know, 1 to twelve, one to 13, everyone's very unselfish and everyone's very team first. And I think that's why, you know, Coach Leeson recruits these type of people is that, you know, the people on the team are going to are going to put the team first and they're going to put winning before stats. They're going to put winning before any personal achievement. So I think, you know, that's that's when group success comes to fruition. And, um, yeah, I mean, I I can't say enough about all my teammates, all the coaching staff. You know, everyone wants to win here. Everyone's very passionate. You know, it starts at the top with Coach Leeson. He's he comes in every day. He's animated. He's energized. And, you know, he's one of the best coaches I've had, if not the best coach I've had up to this point. So can't say enough about the whole, the whole, the whole crew, man. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm loving it. So let's talk about your rebounding. Cause that's, that was the thing you were known for coming in. It's something that you remain known for right now. Um, can you t- talk me through? So, okay. So in Australia, we have a thing. I, I don't know if it's an American thing. A guy that has a nose for the ball, right? Um, I don't know if they say that in America, but that that's what you have. Um, when a shot goes up, let's say an opponent's shot goes up, what does, you know, you chasing a rebound look like? What's, what's the first thing you do?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, um, my mentality is that every shot's going to be a miss. Uh, I was taught that at a young age from my dad and my brother, my older brother, you know, he taught me a lot. My dad uh, was a great coach and I've been fortunate to have a lot of really good coaching over the years. So, you know, people have stressed to me at a young age that every shot's going to be a miss. So... Uh, use positioning and use strength to, you know, try to be able to have position and, and have a good chance of getting the ball uh, when it comes off. Um, so yeah, I mean, when a shot goes up, I'm, I'm trying to do whatever it is I can to to get position on my guy. Um, I'm not gonna, you know, out jump a lot of people or I'm not going to go get it way above the rim. So, you know, that comes with strength and, and just grit to go get the ball. And yeah,
0: man, I, I just I like
1: rebounding for sure.
0: So before I jumped on this call, I spoke with a person i know at Notre Dame. Um and i don't know if it was this a running joke about you that you would miss your own layup so you can get o boards. Uh-huh. Yeah, that
1: was, that was the running joke back back game <laughs> for sure. I know you're talking about so I know you're talking about
0: quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> um but is it, i know i know you don't do that but how much do you think about it? You know there there's so many dudes in this league i speak to and they they, they know the stats. They they're looking up at there's are some arenas that have points, rebounds, assists. They've got everything written down. there. do you do you look? Uh t- to be honest, a lot of the arenas here they, that I've seen, they
1: don't have the, the rebound. So I I try not to look. Um I know that it may seem like you know, sometimes I'll I'll miss a shot just to get my but I'm not <laughs> trying to do that. Like if I can get my boy an assist, I'd rather get him an assist than then you know, me get a rebound. And you know, at the end of the day, it's just trying to get two points and um Yeah, I know. I know Cormac Ryan would definitely be saying something like that. He's my guy, but yeah, he's, he's always trying to to poke fun. But nah, man. To be honest, I really don't. I try not to look at that stuff, especially during a game. You, you want to be focused on on your job and your role. You don't want to be worried about stats or anything like that. So I, I try to stay pretty focused.
0: So now I want to get your perspective on some of the other bigs in the league. Then you know you you're one of the if not the elite you know center or big man in the league there are other really solid ones here you got jock Landell, isaac Humphreys. before he got injured jerrell martin um, there are some really talented guys matt hodgson is is coming along like really well too you know who who's impressed you who, who's the guy who you know you you might see on, on the score sheet and say ah like shit, i gotta i gotta you know cover that dude yeah i mean Landell from
1: united comes to mind he's a really good player he can um you know, he can hurt you all over the floor from the outside, from the inside, facing up on the block. He's, he's got a lot of tricks down there and, you know, he's another guy who who goes after every shot. Uh, you know, he's, he's constantly crashing. So you've got to put a body on him. So I certainly have a lot of respect for him. A lot of respect for uh big fellow, Colton Iverson from New Zealand. That dude is, Definitely. is probably one of the, the the biggest and strongest dudes I've played against. Just, you know, he's a load down there trying to box out and, um, just matching up with him was was a lot of fun. Um, but like you said, I mean, they're, they're, every night you're going to play against someone good, um, you know, your matchup's going to be against, like you said, an elite player. And the, the cool thing about it is you, you got to bring it every night. And if you don't, then you're going to get exposed. So you keep on your toes for sure.
0: So we spoke earlier, you and Bryce share an agent. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you, you know him or his game. How – much did you know about Bryce and the way he played before you kind of joined him? Did you have any idea of the level of guy that he was?
1: Yeah, so I remember watching him at Providence. Um I was probably in like middle school or maybe even younger, but he was he was balling against North Carolina. I remember that in the tournament. So I, I remember him, I remember the name. Um had have, have never met him up until you know a couple months ago. Um, but yeah just watching film on him and stuff after, you know, kind of the initial talks with Perth, he can obviously play. And he's backing it up. He's probably the best player I've played with. So can't say enough about him.
0: What's it it like playing alongside him, knowing that, you know, he's not just a guy who is going to create for others and open stuff up for you guys, but he's also just this, you know, insurance where like, all right, maybe things aren't going too well. He's a guy who can put up, I think the other night he put up nine points in a minute, that sort of a guy who can, you know, just torture a team like that. What's it it like playing with someone like that?
1: Yeah. I mean, again, I really, I really can't say enough about him. He's um, just a great player and spoke on it before, but he makes the game a lot easier for me. He makes the game a lot easier for the rest of the guys, just because of all the attention that he, uh, that he gains and that he gets from the other team. So, and rightfully so. Um, Yeah, man, I, I think a game that comes to mind is, is the Adelaide game we were playing at uh, in Melbourne at the Cup. You know, we were down by 20-something in the first half and we had already won the Cup. So, you know, guys may have been a little, little slow, a step slow, but, you know, the one thing about Bryce is that he brings it every night and, you know, when, when you see him energize and you see him engage, it's like, all right, I got to get my stuff together too. So, and that's, that's the cool thing about him. That's the cool thing about all my teammates that, is that they bring it every night, every day, every day of practice, every day of training. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a great
0: group to be around for sure. So bring up that game. I was at that game um, and there was a feeling, I was sitting with some people and it was, there was a sense that Perth wasn't out of this game by any means going into the half. It was like, is Perth, just how much is Perth going to end up winning by is, is the, was the question that we all had um, going into that game. You know, we saw the, pre-game it was everyone's families did their little yeah. intros which was very cute did that did that along with winning the cup did that not get to you guys but was there sort of like a bit of complacency just like all right we got this one was it almost like a subconscious thing that you guys had
1: um yeah I mean human
0: nature might have
1: been a little bit um kicking in just the fact that we'd already won the cup like I said before I think we came out just real slow and, and sluggish and Adelaide jumped on us. Our defense was terrible. My defense was terrible. So um, yeah, they jumped, they scored 60 points in that first half. We, we get in the halftime and, and everyone's like, all right guys, we got to lock in and really defend. Um, you know, coach Gleason just kind of put it on us. He was like, you guys aren't doing the, the scout. You're, you're doing nothing. We told you, and we weren't. Um, and then I think, you know, we kind of flipped that switch and, and turned it on going a 19, 0 run to start the second half and, the rest is history, but that was a wild game for sure.
0: So I know you've spoken previously about in order to get to that next level, the jumper is obviously going to be a big thing that you'll need to hit consistently, right? It's seemingly a thing with everyone, um, but it's, it's again, seemingly something that you're doing, right? You're shooting at above 50%. It's not on a lot of attempts, but are you, so, so far throughout the season and then relative to your college career, are you seeing a lot of growth? in that jump shot and extending that range to the point where you can, you know, step in potentially as an NBA player and be super comfortable out there. Yeah. I mean,
1: wherever you play in today's game, you're not able to shoot it from outside. You know, no matter what position you play, just being able to shoot it adds such a good dimension for, for, for a player. And, you know, if there's five guys on the floor that can shoot it, that adds some, some stuff for the defense to consider, man, because, you know, Obviously, the three-point shot is so big in today's game. So, um, yeah, I'm, I've always been a confident shooter and I always will be. You know, I, I put the time and I put the reps in. And I think that's – I think shooting is all about confidence, you know. Um, the more reps you put up, obviously, you know, you see the ball go in a couple times then your confidence goes up. But, you know, I'll always – if I get an open look, I'm going to shoot it confidently and to knock it down for sure.
0: So, ahead of this interview, I watched some other interviews that you, you've done. Um, and you spoke a lot about a hitch in that jumper which you know we've seen it it's, it's there how do you go about attacking that that's because that's a weird like I think back to Marco Fultz which is a completely different level but uh, I'm thinking how do you attack you know having a hitch and almost maybe not trying to get rid of it but almost trying to work out around it you know what was what was the approach there yeah I mean
1: people say it all the time but you know, if you shoot a certain way and, um, you know, if it, it goes comes, in it goes yeah. in. Yeah. I mean, if it goes in, it goes in at the end of the day. So I don't try to think too much about it. I, like I said, if, if I get a open look or a clean look, I'm just going to step up and, and shoot the shot like I've done thousands of times. So um, I did try to smooth some things out on the three point line this past offseason just because, you know, I knew with the COVID thing going on, there was going to be a lot of time, the off season, I didn't shoot at my best, uh, my senior year of college. So I kind of wanted to tweak a couple of things and just from the three, especially when the line gets deeper, you know, you can't necessarily jump as high and you know, if that hitch quote unquote is in there, then it just gets kind of off. So I try to submit some things out from the three, but yeah, man, it's all about confidence and just, um,
0: shooting it when you get your chance. Well, look, you've been hitting at a, a really good rate. Is this, do you, do you see the progress? Because the numbers back it up, obviously. But are you are you feeling more comfortable out there shooting that?
1: Yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, like I said, it's just if you get a clean look, step up, knock it down. And, um, you know, I, I think the thing with, with Perth is that, you know, you're going to get clean looks um, because the way we run our offense, the way guys screen, the way, again, you know, guys gain a lot of attention. So, um, you know, if you get a clean look, you gotta, you got to be able to step up and knock it down confidently.
0: What else are you looking at as far as things that you need to improve on and and maybe show a bit more in order to get the recognition from people at that next level?
1: Yeah, I think uh, just defensively, um, you know, I can – there's always room to grow, um, showing on ball screens. Um, That's something that Coach Gleason is always on me about, um, is just being better in ball screen coverage, being better, keeping a guy in front of me for – for two or three dribbles, uh, slot them out of feet better, uh, and just moving quicker laterally is, is something that comes to mind.
0: So, I want to ask you about Perth. So, that's as, as a city, I've only been there one time. Um, when you first got there, what was, what was your first impression? Because, from what I know of it, which is just three days there, it's a beautiful city. There's a beach. Um, couldn't ask for too much more than that. Um, no, man, know, seriously. Like,
1: so it's it's beautiful. It really is. Um, like you spoke on the beaches, but you know, I've been to, I've been to the Bahamas. I've been to Hawaii. I, I've never seen, you know, a beach like here in Perth. It's, it's crazy. Nice. Um, you know, my place is pretty close to the beach. So I try to spend some time down there, and just kind of chill and relax. Um, and the people here are great. You know, the, obviously the red army is unbelievable. The fans are, are crazy. They're jumping They're They're loud and they're hollering, you know, in, in the crowd and you know, it's packed. So that's, can't say enough about that. And then just, you know, the people in the community are great, super nice, super humble people. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I, I can see why a lot of people come here and they don't want to leave.
0: Yeah. Also well, so that's what Bryce did. I don't know if you're going to be doing that, but for, you know, a, another import down the line, let's say, let's say your NBA dream works out sooner than later and, you know, your replacement comes in, you know, what's, what would you, what's, what's your selling point to that guy? that new import coming in and saying and if that person's maybe on edge maybe you know i don't know much about australia or the nbl i don't know if i want to be here you know what what is the selling point to convince that guy
1: yeah i mean i think just the the nbl in general is you know one of the top leagues in the entire world um so that's that in itself can attract a lot of people it has like we spoke on before just the, the level of talent that's here right now the level of talent that's been here level of talent that's been here and then gone on to the NBA, that, that shows you how competitive this league is. Um, and then, obviously, you know, if someone wants to come to Perth, can't speak highly enough about just the way the organization's run from top to bottom, the management, coaching staff, all the players, they, they have one goal in mind. Everyone's very focused um, and everyone wants to win. So, yeah, just can't say enough about my experience so far. It's been, it's been awesome.
0: Did, did you guys either hear or see... A lot of the preseason expectations that were put on you, you know, the, a lot of us, including me, didn't see the Wildcats playing as well as they are. It was, in hindsight, obviously extremely silly. Um, do you guys see that? Because it's, it's obviously everywhere. Um, and that seemed pretty widespread, too, at the time. And now, obviously, we're all sort of kicking ourselves. But, you know, were you guys aware of that and sort of wanting to prove everyone wrong and at the very least, you know, prove yourselves how good you guys are?
1: Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, looking back on it, that was probably, what, December, so four four months ago, just with social media, you know, everything, everyone's always posting stuff, and quote-unquote experts like yourself are uh, are, are posting a lot of stuff, so um, we saw it, we tried not to, you know, think too much about it, uh, just because we were focused on us, we were focused on the 12, 13 guys in our locker room, and, you know, the At the end of the day, that's that's all we really cared about. Um, We didn't speak on it too much. I think maybe we spoke on it maybe once. Just, hey, man, let's prove these people wrong. And and that's kind of been our mindset. That's been our mentality. That was our mentality in the offseason, preseason. And, um, yeah, we're nowhere near satisfied right now. We're not even halfway through the season. So we still have a lot of work to do. And um, we're playing well, but we got to keep it up.
0: So how do you approach that then? So seven in a row, I think 11 of your last 12, um you've done a great job proving us wrong thank you um and (laughs) and so and you still have more than like either more than or half a season left which is crazy considering it it feels like we've been playing for a long time right how do you as a as a leader on the team and obviously as a team keep that up and, and not kind of kind of fall down and get you know too comfortable with the success
1: I mean, I think that's just the message right there is that we're not even halfway through the season. So a lot can happen in a season. A lot can happen in, you know, a couple of games. So we got we to gotta stay at the course. We got to stay focused on our ultimate goal, which is, like I said, bringing a third championship in a row back here to Perth. Um, so that's, that's our one goal right now. We, and I think, you know, the, the thing about this season is, you know, even just today we get, you know, schedule changes. So a lot of, you know, adaptability is going to be required, a lot of flexibility but just being locked in and taking it one game at a time is, is kind of my message. That's everyone's message right now. And everyone's mentality is just one game at a time. Let's not look too ahead, but you know, let's keep that going on. I've
0: got two more things I want to hear. The first one is, um, what do you do in Perth? What is like, What what is, what is your, what are your hobbies there? What does spare time look like being out there?
1: Yeah. So I spoke on it, but you know, I try to go to the beach, um, you know, if not, once a day, you know, I just kind of go out there after practice and just kind of chill and um, soak in the sun a little bit. Um, and I just like like hanging out with my teammates for sure. Um, you know, a lot of them have wives and kids, so they you know, do a lot on, on their own, rightfully so, and they're spending time with their families. Uh, but if not, you know, I like to hang out with them, um, just kind of see the city a little bit. You know, I'm obviously new here. It's my first time in Australia, so I want to, you know, see, you know, Perth, see the city. Um, but when I'm not doing that, you know, I like to just kind of relax here at my apartment,
0: watch the who's, your, who's your guy on the team? Who's my what? Who's who's like your guy? And every team has like its little clicks. Like who's who, who are the dudes that you sort um, of like lean toward? So
1: I, I'm I'm pretty cool with Corey Sherble and Taylor Britt. They're uh, okay. they're my age, and you know we're we spent a lot of time together in Melbourne. We're in the couch. we were rooming together, screwing around. So th- those two guys are are definitely pretty funny.
0: All right. So the last thing I want to hit on is it's a thing that a lot of people are bringing up and will probably continue to bring up as the season goes on, which is the Rookie of the Year award, right? You are technically, by by definition, a rookie, but not according to the NBL. Uh, You're on a restricted contract and a person on a restricted contract can't win Rookie of the Year. That's to local players and next stars. Do you care?
1: No, I, I I really don't, man. Like, you know, I, I see some of the, the banter on Twitter about, you know, whether, you know, uh, an American should be allowed or a whatever they call it, a restricted player should be yeah. allowed or import should be allowed to win it. I don't care, man. I really don't. I'm just trying. I've, I'm team first guy. And I try to do whatever I can to help the team win. And, you know, if they change the rule and whatever happens, great. But I, I really don't care about that. I really don't
0: awesome that's pretty definitive and i think i'm gonna leave it there as well john thank you so much for for coming on i appreciate the time um let's do this again
1: yeah man for sure no doubt thanks for having me